Hi, welcome back to the We Need to Talk podcast. My name is Izzy and I'm your host. And today I'm getting to talk with one of my favorite people, Miss Ellie. And she is a student athlete and she's just like human in sunshine form. She's somebody I really aspire to be like. So I'm just going to have her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Ellie. Um, Izzy is one of my closest friends, and I'm just so happy to be on this podcast and get to talk about the senior scary. So thanks for having me, Izzy. During this like really scary season, I feel like it's a very reflective season too. What do you think, what or who do you think impacted you the most? Like during the season specifically, I think for me, I want to say just like, I know for sure my mom has definitely shaped me the most, just from like the example she's portrayed to me like all my life, just like her mannerisms and how she treats others. Um, I try to reflect that because she's just, she's my idol. So I think my mom has shaped me the most. Like her mannerisms, like what do you mean? How does your mom carry herself? Well, for one, my mom, the thing about her that I love the most is that she never yells. She is super, like, slow to anger. Like, literally, me and my sister could be doing the most, and she would, like, before, like, even yelling at us, she would just, like, be calm and, like, address the situation and just, like, kind of just pinpoint, like, what happened, what can we do to fix that, and how can we learn from it? And I think just that, like, growing up with that type of parenting has helped me realize, like, it's – like, I don't know, I just don't get angry as quickly. And she just the way she treats others too. She's just very kind to other people. And she thinks about, she has a lot of sympathy for people. So I try to like reflect that also. But yeah, I love my mom. What scares you the most about growing up and graduating? I think just the fact that like, it's not just like, oh, you're living on your own, but it's like, we're literally going to be living on our own and depending on, we only have like ourselves to depend on. Like, you don't have your, I mean, obviously you still have your parents to help you, but I don't know. I just think it's the fact that it's like, everybody's going away. The people that you've literally grown up with your entire life, like you're probably never going to see them again, or you're not going to see them as much. So it's like, I don't know, just the fact that growing up just, it's just kind of the more of a reality hit when you're a senior. I feel like it really changed, like the social dynamic is changing a lot right now. Oh yeah. Friend group specifically. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, it still blows my mind every day to think that, like, in nine months, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just our last year ever with this group of people, I don't know. So, are, do you feel ready, or are you... I don't know, I honestly, I feel prepared, but then I talk to people like Izzy, <laughs> and I'm like, oh... I'm not prepared at all because I just there's so much that like goes into it like you got to work on your ACT you got to do your scholarships you need to visit you need to apply um, you need to fa- like focus on what you're going to major in there's just like a lot of aspects to go into it so I don't know there's always going to be people that are more prepared and then there's always going to be people that are less prepared but I think no matter what stage you are in as long as you like I don't know, are content and where you are, it's going to be. So going off of what you said about like being content, like I honestly, have you, I don't know, There, I just think that this puts it really well. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is from Rupi, it's R-U-P-I. I don't know, she's like kind of going viral right now. Oh yeah. And, and, so, and it says, I don't, I do not weep because I'm unhappy. I weep because I have everything yet I am happy. That's so, oh, 
say it louder for the people in the back. Because I feel like that's such a real feeling. Because it's yeah. like this comparison game with the senior year. That's so true. I never even thought about it like that. Wait, can you read that again? So she said, I do not weep because I'm unhappy. I weep because I have everything, yet I am unhappy. I think a lot of people in our, I don't know, generation feel that way. But honestly, people in general feel that way too. But I think, I don't know. Okay, so I know from that quote, I kind of struggled with that because I felt like I had, well, I did. I I had, during middle school, I felt like I was always constantly trying to be in the popular crowd. Um, I would literally only go to church just because everybody went there. And I felt like I had everything, but that void inside was always just like there. Like I, it just felt empty all the time. But I know for me, like that quote just kind of stood out and made me think of, you know, my relationship with Jesus and just how much that's changed me as a person overall and how like I don't even have to have anything to be happy I all I need is Jesus and I don't know I just know for me personally like just being a Christian doesn't mean to follow a religion it just means to have a relationship and I think a lot of people yeah kind of get it mixed up relationship over religion yeah mm-hmm. it's just a really big and like the whole like being happy I think we with social media and the whole college accepting things it gets more and more competitive every year and the thing is like God has a plan for you yeah and it's like so perfect and you know what God put you where you are like he literally planned your entire life like don't ever think that you're not supposed to be where you are like oh I wish I was up higher like this person or I wish I could be I don't know, going to this really nice college. I don't know. God had a, like, he's put you where you're meant to be and where you're supposed to impact people. So if you ever think, like, I'm not, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I'm out of place. Like, this is, like, God's plan for you. Like, you shouldn't be anywhere else but where you are right now. And, like, I think Maddie Pruitt does, like, a really great job explaining it. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, I think ministry is wherever your feet are. And she said this in a recent episode. Oh, yeah. And she was like, and I I never related to it because I was always like, well, I want to have this big thing to happen. Once I'm a doctor, I'll be making a difference in people's lives. You literally can be making a difference by just being nice to the person in front of you. Just a gesture. You don't even have to like proclaim anything. Yes. Literally just being friendly is enough to change somebody's day. I feel like especially during this, like, season of, like, everybody being so stressed, it's a lot easier to snap at people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I find myself doing it. I'm like, I just need to take a step back for a second. <laughs> That's so true. It's be slow to anger. <laughs> Stereotype. So, yes. Um, so going back to what scares you most about growing up and graduating, mm-hmm. for me, it scares me. Like, this is just my personal... It's, like, that void. Yeah. Like, what if I never make enough money? Yeah. What if I'm never married? Right. What if I never have the life I want? Family, the, the house. Yes. The I job. Just, but at the end of the day, if, like, one per, Like, this is why I feel so passionately about, like, having a podcast, talking about things. Because yeah. being alone and, like, what Ellie was talking about, feeling like you need to fit in with the popular crowd, you literally just need to be nice and find people that match your energy. That's so true. You got to find your community. Yes. So do you feel like you found your community in high school? I think honestly, if I'm going to be honest, this year for sure has been the year where I think I found a community just, and it's funny because it's not a lot of people from our school, of course, but it's like, 
it's just interesting to think about like you're gonna be if you're obsessing with the people in high school the popular crowd it slowly over time does not matter popularity does not matter like at this point I feel like in middle school I felt like it was a really big thing where it was like oh the popular people we have to going, to football game. going to football yeah and it's like I think over time the popular has just become more as like different groups of people that hang out different friend groups not as much as unpopular versus popular we've each found our people so what you were saying like have you found your community I think I definitely found my community and that actually came in a cool way because I went to Scotland this summer on a missions trip and it was just a bunch of random people put together for a missions trip and for some reason we all just clicked and from then on we've hung out nonstop. but yeah what about you yeah um I just think Honestly, I'm so particular about who's in my life right now. Yeah. I used to, like, want to be everybody's friend. Right. And you can't do that because it's, like, it's a burden, though. It's, like, not – I think we're called to be nice to everybody. For sure. And, like, show love. But, you know, that's not being everybody's biggest fan. And it's, it's – yeah. Like, what I've learned, and it took me a long time, is, like, what you put your energy into – Mm-hmm. that's like what the outcome is so if you're putting right. your energy into like all these people who aren't necessarily making the choices that you want to make exactly with your life yeah and going off that it's also what you're putting your energy in and who you're letting affect you hanging around them I mean you can only put as much as you, they give back to you and then soon enough they're impacting you and I mean shaping your opinions so it's like also thinking about community do you you have to realize like these people are going to be shaping me as a person. Yes. So, like, going off of that, what do you think high school has taught you about friendships, relationships? Oh, friendships for sure. I think it's just the fact that you're not going to be friends with that girl you were friends with first semester freshman year forever. Like, friendships change like like that. Like, it's just insane. Like, you can really keep a friendship if you really put in the effort, but from what I've learned from just past friendships, like people drift and I think you just have to learn to be okay with that. Yeah. I'm reading this book right now called Think Again. It's by Adam Grant. And he literally goes into like how task conflict can turn into relationship conflict. Mm-hmm. I think this is like really like interesting because it goes like, oh, how are we getting to the party tonight? I don't know. Yeah. I'll drive. And it's like, oh, you don't have to say it like that. Cool. I'm going without you then. That's literally yeah. – how I feel sometimes. Yeah. Because there's some miscommunication. Sometimes it's just, you don't know. Yeah. And like, not everybody is going to be your number one. I yeah. think that's like really hard to learn. Because like, for me, it's just like being thankful that for that person. That it happened. Yeah. And you had like, that in that moment. I just had to reflect on it. Like, I would go home and I'd be like crying because this person didn't want me to like be their friend anymore. But like, at the end of the day... Oh, thank you for teaching me a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I know what not to look for. <laughs> right. You can see what you like and what you don't like, and that's okay. Yeah. And it's also, oh, I don't know. Friendships are just so confusing And sometimes. I'm, like, so thankful that God placed you in my life for this season. Right. I wish season. you the, Yes. I wish you the best. That's why, like, this senior scares are so mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, because he places where, like, he wants your people in your life specifically. So, like, maybe in a different season, like, you have, I don't know, I don't know, a relationship because, I don't know, you're, like, meant for that in that season. You're ready. But there's also going to be plenty of seasons where those doors are closed 
And as much as you wish you had a, I don't know, relationship, like you're not ready in that season and you have to be okay with that because that's ultimately God's plan. And you just have to know that that door will be open someday. But also going off friendships, I just remember one time there was this girl in third grade, but going off of how like friendships don't last and how like you could not be there, like they're number one. I remember I was like, you're my best friend. And, and they're like, well, I'm definitely your best friend. <laughs> like that TikTok. That TikTok sound. Yes. I was like, dude, ouch. Like, yeah, but it hurt. So it's like, that's like real though. Like. You can have somebody who you think is your number one, but you may not be their number one. So don't go prioritizing yourself. The person that these people are and the person that I am is literally going to change in the matter of a day. Like you're never going to be the same version of yourself. And so oh, that's real. like they are probably going to be like the best version of themselves, but you have to go through so many experiences and you have to listen to so many people before you like become the person you are and even like yeah. once no matter how much you're developed you're still going to continue growing every single day I think yeah what you said about um how you have to grow every single day and like develop it's real because it's like I bet so many people out there like have had experiences that at the time they're like this is horrible this is like ruining my life but later think back to it and be like well this shaped me as a person and I think that's true for a lot of us like I know certain experiences I had growing up at the time I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, this is horrible. Like, why would this ever, I don't know, like this shouldn't be happening to me. But now thinking back on it, I'm like, thank goodness that happened or else I wouldn't be the person I am today. So I think that can just go for a lot of things. So how are we feeling about choosing a major? Like, I feel like everybody's acting like this is your path for life. Oh my word. That's such a, oh, so everybody I've talked to, it's never in between. It's one or the other. It's either I don't know what I want to major in or it's I have my entire life planned out. It's one or the other. Which I I love to be an I have my whole entire life planned out girly. mm -hmm. But then I'm also like, I want to do everything. Yeah. I want to be a nurse. Right. I want to do, I want to go to business school. Yeah. It's just all the things. I want to do everything. Yeah. So where do you think you want to do right now? I think, honestly, I've told so many parents, because once you're a senior, like, you're going to have every parent, every grandparent, every adult ever ask you, what do you want to major in? Where and you, you everybody hears this, but it doesn't hit until now. Yeah, it does not hit. And so being asked that, I've kind of almost trained myself to say, oh, yeah, I want to major in business. I want to go into marketing. When, yes, that's something I do want to do, but at the same time, I'm still uncertain. So I think I've honestly just been praying about it and seeing if anything changes. So for now, that's the that's the idea, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, and I feel like we go to kind of a more competitive school academically. Yeah. It, I, it's like frowned upon if you're not in an advanced class. Yes, why is it like that? It's like... If you don't take any advanced classes or if your GPA is like not above a 3.5, it's like, oh, so you're not going to college. Or it's just like you're just not. And the thing is, colleges literally do not care about your GPA. Everybody's the same. They care about what what are you doing? Yeah. They outside. mostly care about like you and like yeah. what you're involved in because as a person. I'm sorry with every single kind of AI yeah. way. <laughs> 
you can have GBT. a you can have a 4.0 <laughs> but you can know nothing about what happened in that class that's so true maybe Easily. because we're just like covid kids that's yeah <laughs> we learn the ways <laughs> i don't know i'm a little worried for this generation because i don't want to get my teeth clean and somebody used quizlet to pass their <laughs> nursing school <laughs> but no i'm kidding i i'm kidding going off of that where like with the senior anxiety do you feel like we're the anxiety is worth it or do you think we're making things into a bigger deal than they actually are i think there's a difference between having good stress and bad stress and with being a senior in high school you need to have a little mix of both because you can't just go in your senior year of high school and have no stress at all about colleges or else, I mean, you you need that pressure to apply. You need to be able to take the ACT. You, there's like steps you need to be able to take in order to go to the school. You can't just be like, oh, I'm a senior. Yeah, I'm fine. It's gonna be fun. You also have to have like that good stress. But also what you were saying about like the bad anxiety, there's also like some kids and sorry, teens put too much pressure on themselves too to get everything mapped out and done when in reality it's like we're not going to have everything mapped out you can do as much as you want to prepare but in the end it's like by the time we graduate all that work it's going to pay off but i just think anxiety like having too much is like unnecessary for certain aspects of your high school career as a senior yeah i feel like to put it simply a lot of the anxiety I feel is like with comparison. So mm-hmm. I'll see one person just committed to a college. Right. One, this person got in and I'm like, oh, yeah. Why just, didn't I get in? Yeah. It's just like, not even jealousy. It's more just like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Like why wasn't I grinding freshman yeah. year? Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, yeah. I feel like um, with today's world, Literally, a computer can do any job. So you have to be special. Yeah. And also, authenticity. Colleges look for original people, authentic people. Um, Like, you can't just be using AI to write a story about your childhood trauma or something. You need to be, like, you need to really just, like, show who you are. And I think that's what stands out to most colleges. And that's what I think a lot of us struggle with because we're used to using, I don't know, online resources to help us with all our schoolwork and just having that online learning system. Yeah. So going off of that, I feel like it's also really hard because, you know, you are not the same person for the rest of your life. So it's hard to know Mm -hmm. who you are. Identity for sure. I think growing up, like you're going to have a lot of changes like happen to you and, and that's okay. I think sometimes we think we're the person we used to be, even though we're not. And we like to put that on paper, but you think you're the person you used to be, but you're not. Mm-hmm. That's I, that's really good. I don't know. I think it's so beautiful because you're going to keep growing. Yeah. And you get to, like, meet all these new people. New experiences, new memories, yes. just, like, new changes in your life. I think yeah. it's so special. So do you think, like, if you had to say, what experience shaped you most? Oh. If I'm being honest, this sounds really crazy, but I think COVID in a good way. What do you mean with COVID? In a positive sense. I think honestly being isolated from all the the cliques, all the people, like having to be by myself and be isolated literally like 
changed my life because for once in my life, I wasn't comparing myself to others. I wasn't following others. I wasn't trying to like win others approval because, you know, you literally couldn't. We were locked down. I didn't get FOMO because nobody could hang out. I mean, obviously there were some people that did still did, but I don't know. It was just one of those things where it's like I got completely shut out and that had time to like work on myself and actually like take time to be like, okay, I don't have to please anybody else. I'm not having to think about anybody, but I can focus on myself. And I use that time to grow closer to God actually and start working out and just being with my family in COVID. I mean, after COVID, I think that changed me as a person completely. I've heard like other people say it, but I truly think there is a recipe for like mental well-being. There's always going to be something to be sad about. Yeah. And there's always, I hate to say this, but you're not going to be happy for the rest of your life, yeah. but you're not going to be sad for the rest of your life. It's mm-hmm. like this like wave, but you just have to like center yourself. Yeah. No, that's really good. You have to just find yourself in that sense and know how to control both. Sense of like everybody's running away from home. Yeah. Like, to go chase something. Especially well, as a senior, like yes. high school, after high school. But it, what are you chasing? If you're chasing something that you truly believe is like fulfillment and is going to add to the world and it's going to make you a better person, yes, but like never run away from something, always run towards something. Yeah, that's real. And also like 99% of the time, like most of the time, like when people like run towards something or they have this like, I don't know, idolized goal, like most of the time, it's usually like never what they expected. And they're like, wow, I can't believe I just wasted all this time striving for something that wasn't going to fulfill me the way I thought it would. And by fulfillment, I mean happiness because people tend to find happiness in stuff that isn't going to be fulfilling to them. Yeah, like the whole like, I'm not shaming anybody because again, every season of life has its purpose. Yeah. But like the partying. Like it, it can feel good for a minute, but then after it's like, okay, gone so is it really worth it to have like is it worth it ultimately like ask yourself that before you do something temporary validation yeah it'll feel good for maybe a minute maybe you'll feel that happiness high or whatever you like to call it but after that like just the consequences and that I don't know the pattern of life that happens after that is just detrimental yeah so something that just like came to my mind everybody was so hyped about the Taylor Swift concert I was too I am yeah. a Swifty through and through but like oh my gosh. it's like you get a high from a concert yeah it was so fun but and then, then afterwards it's like you come down eventually. yeah and like you don't need to sit and be sad but like just be thankful for that yeah and then so there's also a positive sense to that yes to feeling happy and then just after that like you could be doing something like I don't know helping somebody in the plaza, like giving a homeless person, I don't know, money, you know? Yeah. It feels super good. And then after just kind of mellow, that's another sense. Like that's kind of the opposite outlook on that, about feeling good and then not. Yeah. That's going back to what I was saying, you're not supposed to be a hundred percent happy all the time. Cause if we were all happy all the time, we would all just only do what made us happy. Yeah. We wouldn't have, I don't know. We wouldn't be human. Cause that's what, people I mean we have emotions like that's ultimately what we have so it's impossible we're gonna feel every emotion I think more than like feeling the emotion it's like how you react to that oh yeah how you like use that emotion that's good 
How are you like taking the stress and anxiety from senior year? Are you turning into somebody that your peers don't recognize? In, yes. Oh or my gosh. Are you reaching out and finding people that truly align with you? Yeah. I think for me personally with that, I like that question. Sometimes in my head, I like to gaslight myself into thinking, yes, I'm prepared. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to succeed and I'm going to get into college and I'm going to just be driven. And I like to portray that to other people so they can see myself as that, even though deep down, I don't see myself as that. So I almost like to convince others that I am just this super driven person, prepared, but deep down, I don't feel like that at all. And I think that's something I have to work on because it's like, that's not real. I need to be more real about that. The thing is, nobody knows what they're doing. Like, I think it's so wild to me because the thing is, I've heard about people that have had literally like six different jobs yeah. before they're 50. Mm-hmm. And they're still doing fine. Yeah. They're not like out on the streets. Right. Yeah, yeah that's so scary. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to have it all figured out. That's so true. And it's like, there's no reason for that. Like when we, you just have to like humble yourself and be like, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm willing to sit here and I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to grow. That's really good. That's actually so good. Just be able to admit that. I think it's just so hard for a lot of seniors to admit that they don't know what they're doing. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying my best. Yeah. You could admit that you don't know, but you can admit that That's how I feel. Do you feel like you have to do what everybody else is doing? That's a good question. I want to say no. But deep down, I think I do try to do what everybody else is doing because that's just how I grew up. I ever, I don't know. I've always been a follower. I wish I could say I've been a leader. There are some times when I've been a leader, but I just feel kind of the um, constant, like, for example, it could be little things like, oh, you're wearing that shirt to this get together tonight. Okay. Now I know what I'm going to wear. It's almost like the little things. Yes. It's like, to put it on a small scale, it's like the Stanley Cup. Yes. One person got a Stanley Cup. And I have my Stanley <laughs> Cup right here. Yeah, she's right here. <laughs> and then everybody goes and gets it. There's we don't ever yeah. want to admit that we're like everybody else, but we But come on. Come on. Like all the trends. Everything. I think there's so much pressure to be like everybody else, and then there's so much pressure to, to not, not, not be, be like, like everybody else. It's like the, it's like there's Conform like or don't. I'm not going to lie. I did actually try to do that. I have a hydro flask <laughs> and I really do make it my personality to be like, oh, well, I don't have a Stanley. But like, that's an example of some people who are like, I'm trying too hard to not be like other people. But in the end, it's like, you're trying too hard in general. Well, like, yeah. And I feel like the social media, you know, everybody says, don't be on social media. You know, we're all going to be on there. We're going to be on social but media. But you have to like put a limit to it because. Yeah. I don't, there's sometimes where I don't even know what's my own thoughts and what's tiktok told me to say or what this Mm -hmm. girl in my class is saying right and i also think it's scary how much tiktok has become almost like a brain numbing experience like my dad will be like ellie what are you doing like and i'm like oh i'm gonna be resting like i want to chill my idea of chill is sitting in my bed on tiktok because it's like what i do whenever i want to relax not sleep it's like a drug almost it is a drug social media is a drug it is a drug it's science i think it's literally proven to actually be like I don't know. I think people have done studies over it and like what it's done to our brains. Like the validation that you get from, it's wild to me. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, we are not the only ones in this boat. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like 
Just Gen Z in general. Just we're yeah, we're the social media generation. We're the social media generation. And I hate people. I hate older adults talking about us like that. But I'm like, you're right. <laughs> like, there's some truth to it. But then there's like, I've never not heard of Instagram. Yeah. I've never been alive when Facebook wasn't a thing. Right. So it's like you can't make it all on us. Like we're the crazy generation who's yes. obsessed. There are people that are like like that, but at the same time, it's like. I think obsession, it's like something that nobody wants to admit. Like nobody wants to admit that they have a drug problem. Nobody. nobody wants to admit that social media is as toxic as it is. That's so good. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to know the social media is as toxic as it. So yeah, that's like, good. I feel a lot of pressure to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, like, I recently made the decision to take a gap year. Yeah, and not like jump into a four year university, which is totally like that's completely understandable and smart. But since we live in the Midwest, SEC schools are everything. Yeah. What school are you going to? Are you For going sure. to Auburn? Are you going to Alabama, Arkansas? What are you, are you rushing? Are you joining any frats? Like, are you doing any of that? It's just like, do you feel like that's like the culture here? For sure. It's like right after you get out of high school, if you don't have something going for you yeah and I feel like that's what's kind of been bugging me recently about community college being not looked down upon but almost like oh you're like staying back but really it's like it's also just a really smart decision when you don't know what you want to do and you just want to get your credits out of the way for free but I think like for a lot of people the idea of what you said about like how you have to like go to all these schools and rush that's that's the idealized culture that we have in the midwest honestly so I don't because know. there's like I feel like when I visited like Vermont and like other places, mm-hmm. they had kids that weren't in AP classes, and it yeah. wasn't like wild to them. For the us, the Midwest, it's like if you're yeah. not in a relationship, you better be grinding towards something. Yes. If you're an entrepreneur, you're not gonna make it. Yes. Oh my gosh. They're like, why aren't you working for like a big company? Yeah, because like if you say I'm an entrepreneur, people are like, oh, that's cute. Yes, that's oh my gosh, and they're like, what are you gonna do next? What are you gonna make up? <laughs> like, oh, are you gonna invent post-its? Right, invent post-its. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, there are 500 makeup brands, and people still are making their own makeup brands. Right, and it's like also it's just like decreasing, like I don't know, the idea of being original and often like authentic, like the idea that people are like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. I don't know. It's just kind of like demoralizing for people who are like wanting to make new things like how are we going to make new things if we don't have entrepreneurs yeah so like that whole idea of doing what everybody else is doing that's going to not be good for the future that's like life though yeah you're going to see somebody having a kid that doesn't mean you should go have a kid (laughs) yeah Yeah. you're going to see everybody's going to get married eventually and if you're not the one married that doesn't necessarily mean you're behind totally and I think so many girls and people in general struggle with this that oh, I never dated in high school. I need to be dating in high school in order to fulfill, like, the teen life. I feel like that's just such, like, a false concept that so many people struggle with if they think they're doing something wrong. In marriage, too. Like, it's okay to wait longer. And it's okay if you don't get married. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, as long as you're just being you and following what your plan is. All right. It's okay. To finish us off today, this is the question I love to end with. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, this is really good. My best piece of oh, sorry, my best piece of advice that I'd probably give to myself. I would honestly just say like this is really, really like blunt, 
but it'd probably just be like, it, it, ugh, it will be okay. Like, that's it. Like, it will be okay. It's yeah. all going to work out. Mine is like, be present. Yes. Like, there are so many times I was worried about what's going to happen tomorrow right. instead of just enjoying the moment, the moment that I was in. Yeah, that's so good. For me, it was just more of just like, how's this event going to work out? Kind of what, almost what you said. I feel like ours could kind of go together because it's yes. like, what's going to happen there? What's going to happen this? It's not going to good. It's going to be, be okay. Just be present, y'all, and it'll be okay. Just be present, and it will be okay. End of podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks, Allie, for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for having me.